Hi, I'm Arlen Walker, and I'm live from Pelham's Wasteland, and today I am going to do a sort of discussion, theory, ideas about RPGs. Um, basically, I want to talk about um, economics in RPGs, and specifically thinking about... Um, the difficulty of, or the thinking about the the kind of back and forth of meta currency and resources and all these different things in RPGs, and what you might think about when you are playing a game that has these sorts of things, that has these kind of economic resource use elements. Um, so yeah, I'm going to talk about that, and that's probably going to be pretty much the whole episode. So stay tuned for that. All right, so a while ago, actually before Christmas, um, I played in a Cypher System one-shot, a Cypher Shorts one-shot um, run by Che Webster with um, Jason Connerly and Evil Jeff and Jason Lareth the Beautiful. Um, all great guys. It was a bunch of fun to play with all of them. Um, anyway, and so what I, one of the things that Cypher does is it has this concept called intrusions and intrusions, basically the idea is the GM, uh, says something that shifts the narrative, shifts what's going on in the game. Um, and you, uh, either if the GM intrusion is accepted by the particular player that it's targeting or that the GM selects to be the recipient of the intrusion, um, the player gets one experience point and they give one experience point to one of the other players at the table. Um, if the player does not accept the intrusion, then they spend one experience point to basically say, no, that didn't happen. Um, what so in play i actually found that this worked uh really well that um it gives you a sense of um it's a really good way to model in my opinion um changing circumstances and um twists of fate that go against the players that give them something more challenging to go up against um because it gives them simultaneously resources to deal with the things that they're twist of fate against and going up against and all that sort of stuff. Um, so I, I felt like it worked really well, but one of the things that I was going to say about it is that essentially I think there is a, um, there's an economic element to this. And what I mean is that Cypher System in particular, Cypher System, it seems to me, is very much an economics system by which I mean that, um, or an economic system. It's a resource management game, basically. It's spending your resources at the right time, trying to spend your resources efficiently so that you can succeed at what you're trying to succeed in. Now, a lot of games secretly are like this, but Cypher System, once you look at the mechanics, it's really obvious the way in which this game in which Cypher System is um, this resource management game. I think I think very many games, in fact, ha are at the core resource management games, but um, 
a number of them are uh, less open about it. Cipher system, when you when you engage with the mechanics, it's very open about the fact that it's this resource management element. Anyway, at least in my opinion. Anyway, um, what that does is that I think creates a really easy way to talk about when intrusions are going to be accepted and when they aren't. Um, because if there's a there's a specific amount of resource that the player gets when they accept an intrusion, right? They get one experience point and another player gets one experience point. So you get as a pool, essentially two experience points um, for an intrusion. Now, um, well, you can see where this is going probably. If the intrusion, if the particular nature of the intrusion is going to take more resources to deal with than those two experience points are worth, then the players, assuming that they realize that, are likely to negate the intrusion. They're likely to say, nope, I don't want that to be a part of the game and give the one ex pay the one experience point cost, right? If one experience point... Um, is cheaper than the resources that they would have to go through in order to defeat it, then it might be more efficient to, you know, in this kind of efficiency resource game, man resource management game element, more efficient to um, spend the one XP to deny the intrusion rather than accepting the intrusion and using up more resources to deal with the, the thing that intrudes. And this creates, I think, a really interesting, um, or rather it tells us about the nature of what these intrusions should be like. Um, and why, what that means essentially is, well, it basically means that the GM should be thinking about this economic balance and should tailor their intrusions to that. That the a value of the intrusion in terms of difficulty added to the scene or damage done or resources expended to deal with it or anything like that ought to be relatively equivalent to the resources that are offered for the intrusion. Because this is what will cause players to accept the intrusions, right? If the players are thinking strategically, what they're going to do is they're going to accept, accept intrusions that they think they can deal with for less total resource cost than the cost in resources that the intrusion is worth, essentially, right? And it's an efficient spend. Um, and I think I think some... GMs will um, obviously take issue with uh, this kind of economic thinking, especially when it's so open the way it is in Cypher System. And, and some players will take issue with it too, that um, the resource management game... Now, in my opinion, uh, like I said, a whole bunch of games are actually resource management games at the core, um, they just kind of hide it behind the fiction. Whereas Cypher System is very open about the fact that this is a resource management game. Um, 
Anyway, but it got me thinking about this concept of trying to tailor the um, cost of the things, the nasty things that the GM can do with their meta currency or with their intrusions or something like that to the value to the players. And so another example I was thinking of is um, Doom in Conan 2D20. In Conan 2D20, there are a number of ways you can spend Doom, um, and a number of them are, well, there's some kind of core ones. The core ones are basically spend it like momentum to um, get a bigger die pool for a character. And then there's spend it like momentum to alter the scene or fortune points that alter the scene. And so, for instance, you can spend Doom to add, um, do things like add adversaries to a scene, right? Have, you know, more, you know, spend four Doom and four more guards show up because the, they heard the chaos of the what's going on and all that sort of stuff. That's a pretty easy doom spend, right? That's a pretty straightforward one. Or certain um, special abilities on like big monsters and stuff will be powered by doom or things like that. Um, anyway, what I am getting at is I, I am reminded of, I think it was, I don't think it was playing. I think I was watching a game one time and the GM um, had what was basically a, a random encounter, except it wasn't randomly rolled off the table. It was just spend doom to have an encounter in the midst of what was going on. Um, and the encounter wasn't particularly difficult. The heroes were able to deal with it pretty quickly. But um, I think that the GM then said something like, that was only two doom. I think that was the wrong thing to say, or the better way to put it, not necessarily that that's the wrong thing to say, but that that is going to discourage players from interacting with that system of the game, right? If players think, oh, the GM can spend do more efficiently than we can spend momentum, because that's one of the core ways that the GM gets Doom is by the players buying momentum with Doom, essentially. Buying extra dice for their actions directly with Doom. Um, basically, emphasizing the efficiency of the GM's spending, emphasizing anything, or rather, presenting that um well i don't know i'm having having trouble finding the right words um but i think that statement about that was only too doom was really the wrong way to approach it in terms of trying to create a system that the players will engage with. Because I think when you emphasize that um because the players probably gave the GM more doom than that to deal with the monster, right? So the GM from a sort of adversarial perspective could say, well, in the resource management game, I'm winning. I could just throw um, more random encounters at them and gain more doom and gain more doom and gain more doom and get bigger and bigger and bigger. But that's not really what that game is about, right? The, 
the the game of Conan 2D20 is about telling these heroic stories and momentum and doom is a balancing factor in that. It's a way to tell the heroic stories, not a way for the GM to emphasize, not a way for the GM to beat the players, if that makes sense, right? Hmm. Anyway, what I'm getting at is that if you have players that are thinking about the resource management game, then it behooves the GM who wants to, if you want, if you as the GM want the players to engage with these systems, and I think you do because they're interesting systems, right? Uh, momentum and doom is really important to the flow of Conan 2D20. Intrusions are what makes for interesting narrative twists in Cypher, right? And and there are other games that do other similar things like this that... Um, yeah, that add uh, uh, different types of uh, GM metacurrency that work in similar ways, right? Um, and generally, these are important to the functioning of the game in terms of creating it, in which case, I think it behooves us as GMs to figure out the sweet spot where what the GM metacurrency use create something interesting and challenging, but that is still better for the players than um, the alternative, right? Essentially, what I mean is in a really well-run Cypher system game, I think the players would greet intrusions with a sort of... Um, A sort of, not a groan, but a um, a real realization that, yes, things are going to get worse now, but they're going to get better later because of the, the intrusion. Essentially, that they would have an ultimately not super positive expectation of the intrusions, but that they would look forward to intrusions because they recognize that the value added from the intrusion is more than the cost of the intrusion, right? Essentially that the XP that they get as a group is better than whatever nastiness comes out of the intrusion, right? And if you make the intrusions too nasty, what's going to happen is that players will just start denying them, right? intrusions that are too nasty players will use their resources to avoid them um versus and and this gets back to the spirit of the game and kind of playing in the right mindset because of course the gm could just do intrusions over and over until the players have to accept one right players have a limited x people to negate intrusions with if the gm really wanted to have something intrude they could say okay you know, here's one intrusion and the players say, no, I don't want that. So then the next round, the GM says, okay, here's another intrusion. The players say, oh, no, I don't want that. And the GM could essentially burn through all of their XP until they have to accept the intrusions. But that's, of course, totally against the spirit of the game. And why would people be interested in, in playing more of that game with, with that GM? So... I don't know. Um, or rather, I, I do. I think I've I've made my point that um, with these um, 
resource management, especially with the meta currency games, um, it is important to think about how we want to engage with those meta currencies and particularly how to create an interesting, um, how to continue to engage with those interesting mechanics. So, because it is definitely possible to make players gun shy by uh, abusing or even um, not even necessarily abusing, but just using those mechanics in a, a an unthoughtful way. Um, yeah, I think that's my my core point. Um, and I think we're ready for the outro. All right, so um, hope everybody, you know, made everybody think about how they use their um, GM meta currency and how to get players to engage with the game and all that sort of stuff. Um, I think it actually, I think this kind of concept holds true in a lot of ways in in other situations. Like, for instance, in old school games, if there is not enough treasure to justify the the danger, the the threat of character loss and that sort of stuff, players will be you know significantly less interested, or at least players who are um, interested in the the kind of um, winning element, the 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 sort of gameist trying to to beat the the system, trying to succeed at the goals, all of that sort of stuff. If their goals are to gather treasure and there's not enough treasure to justify being an adventurer, then the players are likely to um, be uh, annoyed or not interested in playing that type of thing. Or, you know, that's just a... Anyway, that's, I think, a, a, a real consideration um, for other types of games, thinking about the, essentially, the cost-benefit analysis of different actions. And not that you want it always to be consistently the same, Right, you don't want every action to be just as difficult um, and just as much of a thin margin as any other action. And you probably want some actions to be um, against margins, right? To to say that you know doing kind of stupid things will well play stupid games, win stupid prizes, I think is the, the way the saying goes, that if the, the players are not interested, if you're playing a tactical game and the players you know, choose to play, do something silly that is not very tactical, then, you know, you should expect that that results in uh, this kind of game is lose conditions, right? But anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself, getting away from my original point. My original point was just thinking about how to balance the narrative meta currency costs of things with the narrative meta currency um, benefits of things and, and trying to figure out how to get the GM on the right page so that it makes for a fun and interesting game um, so that everybody is encouraged by the mechanics and the, the mechanisms and the methodology, right, to engage with all of the different things that are in play because I think that's um, 
one of the ways that some of these games falter sometimes is when a GM doesn't embrace the right methodology. And as a result, the players don't engage with all the different pieces that they're expected to engage with. And the game ends up feeling a lot less uh, like it should, if that makes sense. Anyway, um, that is that for me. If you want to get in contact with me, I'm at Cows from Pals on Twitter. I'm here on Anchor. I have a YouTube channel, Live from Homes Wasteland. And yeah, um, hope you all enjoyed. I've been Arlen Walker. I've been Live from Pelham's Wasteland, and I will see you next time. Take care, everybody.